Greetings everyone, I am Damon Lane and this is Logic Lane. everybody welcome back to another episode of logic lane uh not feeling the greatest today but we're gonna try and uh, push through it anyway uh, i've got a bunch of stuff in history over the last couple of days that i was off so we'll just say this last pew or last last pew yeah last few days in history uh let's see the first one on 5 3 of 1980 the mad Mothers Against Drug Drivers founder's daughter was killed by a drunk driver, uh, which ultimately led to her founding Mothers Against Drunk Drivers and the rest is history, as they say. Kind of went off and did her thing. And uh, yeah, so that was a thing. It's not so prevalent anymore. I haven't heard much of them in, I don't know, last 10, 15 years or so, but maybe she's gotten older and tried to pass it on. Maybe it just fell apart. I don't know. Maybe they accomplished what they were trying to accomplish. I mean, they're still drunk drivers, but probably not near as much as there once was. Uh, history again, 1961. Alan Shepard became the first American in space, even though, uh, like, most people don't know this. They think that, you know, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, all of them, well, they may have been the first to land on the moon. However, Russia had a guy named Yuri Gagarin. Gagarin. He was there a month earlier. He was the first Earthling in space. So there's that. I'm not sure a lot of people knew that or not. Uh, Nineteen, or sorry, nineteen. No, eighteen twenty-one. Napoleon dies in exile. Napoleon Bonaparte, after all his years of being a major conqueror and amazing military leader of the French, he was eventually captured by the British and exiled to, I forget what the name of the, uh, the, the island was, but it was a British-controlled island, I believe, in the South Pacific somewhere. Well, anyway, in 1821, he finally succumbed. I don't remember if it was just old age or what but anyway he ended up dying so as everybody eventually does and the last thing I got 1945 now this is kind of a, a surprise many people do not know this and I would say the vast majority of humankind does not know this but in 1945 six people die in Oregon the state of Oregon Oregon, Oregon, whatever you want to call it. But up there, way up there in the uh, northwest corner, six people die by a Japanese bomb. Now, this is during the World War II era. It uh, was something that was very uh, surprised. It was the only people to die on American soil to the Japanese and most people are thinking right now well how the hell did the Japanese get here how the hell did they we allow them to fly over no 
What happened is they had a balloon of some sort with a bomb uh, connected to it of some sort, and it had landed. They don't know how it really got there, if it was planted, if they dropped it overhead, or it carried amongst the atmosphere and landed. It was some sort of a weather balloon with a bomb connected to it. And as these five kids and this woman, Mitchell, uh, Mrs. Mitchell, uh, I don't remember her first name, Mary maybe, I don't remember. At any rate, they decided they found this thing in the woods and they started to pull on it and check on it and wanted to remove it from the woods. And as they were doing so, it exploded, killing all six of them. So to this day, they remain the only people to ever die on American soil by the Japanese bombs. So there's something new for you that you may not have heard ever before. So you're welcome for that. Um, this episode might be a little bit shorter. Like I said, I'm not feeling the best, but I will tell you it, it is largely brought to you by the makers of Imitrex. <laughs> I have had throughout the day, I, I kind of got up, had a bit of a headache this morning, wasn't feeling the greatest. Pop some ibuprofen like I normally do when I got a headache and knock a couple of those back, take a couple of, you know, I've been drinking water all day just in case I'm dehydrated. Because you never know when you got a headache, if it's dehydration, if it's just a standard good old-fashioned headache, or it's more. And it was sitting in the back corner of my head, down up the left side of the of the neck up over the ear and it just was throbbing almost all day long and it was just getting to me it was bugging the shit out of me couldn't really get rid of it i ate some ibuprofen like i said uh, before i left the house for work and uh, after a couple of hours i finally toughed it out till about five o'clock this evening then i decided all right fuck it it's time to bring out the big dog and i always keep one of these imitrex in my council in case of a migraine but this wasn't going away, and when, you know, it, it wasn't so rough of a migraine that it knocked me on my ass, or was, I've had some really bad ones over the years, that all you really want to do is just lay down and die to make it go away. You can't really think you're, you're pretty much worthless as a humankind contributing to anything. Really, the only best thing you can do for it is to lay down in a dark room shut off the world and all noise, having complete silence and darkness and try to get some sleep and get a little relaxation and try to let it go away. Now, other people have had to deal with IVs and all kinds of stuff to try and get this to go away. And I'm very lucky that that has not been the case, but I've been prescribed by the doctor a, a, a little pill called Imitrex. Well, Sumatriptan is the generic brand. And uh, I take one of these, and it's a narcotic, so I try not to take them into work. I try to leave it in the car. So anyway, I walked out, drank one of these down, and then proceeded back to work. And I started to feel good for a couple hours, about two, three hours. Started to come around, started to feel better. But then about, oh, I would say 7, 8 o'clock. So I got about three hours, give or take a few. And I started to get, I don't know anybody who's ever suffered migraines, the shimmering lights in your eyes. 
Now I had this last night and it was kind of a precursor. When your eyes have a hard time focusing on something because it feels like you're looking out and you're not seeing stuff on the right side of your face. You can't quite dial in what's over on your right. Like normally you can see a pretty good range of, uh, of things around you to the left, to the right, straight out in front of you. You got about 180. Well, not quite 80. You got 90 in each direction. Let's just say that. You could see almost everything in a hemisphere around the front of you. Off to each side in a pretty decent. You're not going to be able to dial in everything from that corner view, but you can see stuff. Well, when you get these shimmering lights, that is pretty much completely eliminated. You can't see somebody standing right there waving up and down. You just can't. It's as if there's a puddle of water that you're trying to look through and everything's distorted. Uh, it's really hard to explain, but in, in certain areas in your eyesight, you can't focus on anything because you're trying to keep looking around to get around the, 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 the watery look. Almost as if a droplet of water is in your eye and it's stretching over the course of a couple of little millimeters and you can't quite pick up what's on the other side. If you look offset, you can kind of see, but you can't quite make it up. So I had that last night and I had it again this afternoon, but I didn't have it again um, until once I took that pill, I was good to go. Now, normally within an hour, I'm golden, ready to go. No problems with the headaches after that. I'm good to go, all better. Well, tonight, for the first time in as long as I can remember, maybe the first time ever, I took the Imitrex, started to feel good after about an hour, got about two and a half, three hours out of it, and then suddenly I started to see those shimmering lights, water puddles again. And it stayed with me about 15 minutes. And I still have a dull, aching pain now. Which, when I get home, I'll probably have to eat another Imitrex to kill it. But it's the first time I've really had one of these like this that just kind of keeps nagging and nagging and nagging. Now, I do have some, some congestion today that's in my nose that's, that's way up in there that I feel like every time I cough... The left side of my head pounds, which sucks. Now, I don't believe this is to be Corona because I'm not coughing much, if at all. And most of the, the nasal problems that I've got are, are allergy and pollen related. Because the pollen, you know, I talked about that a few nights back, that even though it's super cold out overnight, somehow we still have shit tons of pollen in the air. How that doesn't get killed i don't know but whatever nature's a mystery you know the rest is history i don't know it's just one of those things that just really has been kind of bugging the hell out of me i can't really do much with it it's uh it's it's, it's been a real pain in the damn ass let's just say that so there's that not a big fan but i'm hoping tomorrow i'm golden ready to go i will tell you I, I have a new mic that i'm talking to you on i'm hoping this one is working awesome um it's another uh omnidirectional little clip-on mic that the newscasters use but this one's a little bit higher quality than the original cheap little wally world one that i picked up and i'm hoping i'm sounding a lot better on this one we'll see i might have to make some tweaks and play with things but 
I'm really hopeful that this one, this one feels heavier duty. It feels quality. It, it feels like a better mic. The other one was largely plastic, not much heavyweight or not much heft to it when you pick it up. This one is made of metal. It's got a nice magnet inside. It, it feels pretty damn good. So I'm really, really hopeful that this one eliminates all of the crackle here and there that I get from time to time. It's a weird interference thing. I thought for a little bit of time that it may be a, an environmental issue where I pass by a certain location. Uh, we have a spot where there's a cell tower on one side and then um, I don't know what the, what, there's another tower on the other side, but neither of them are, one of them's a cell tower. I don't know what the other one is, radio tower of some sort. But I figured, well, maybe driving in between the two directly during that period of time is what's causing the, the interference. Well, I poo-pooed that last episode as I was driving by. I had crackling about two, three miles before it and a couple after it, which I have not had in a long time. So I don't know what the hell the deal is, but it's a damn pain in the ass trying to get rid of it. So hopefully this new mic uh, takes care of all that for me. The other thing I was thinking about doing um, is I have that shotgun mic and I figured, you know, since that didn't seem to work well for the car, I may just set that up in the master bedroom. Now, I'm not going to share you sexual sounds brought to you by myself and the wife or any of that. What I thought is I can put that in the bedroom and that's a quiet place where it's it's not going to have a lot of sound uh, reflection or anything. It's going to be fairly quiet in there. And I figured if the wife and I are having a conversation, you know, we could have like maybe a podcast on, on, as a bonus, have a guest host type of a deal on, on my days off uh, as I'm coming up to uh, this next week, Monday through Thursday, I will be back on my four day rotation again. And when that happens, I will be out for four days. So I figured one of those days, maybe me and her can have do a co-host. I'll bring up some topics and we'll get her thoughts on it. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. It may suck, maybe great. Who knows? But it's something I'm kicking around anyway for anybody who's interested. Like I said, you know, I don't want to keep mentioning, but I don't get a whole lot of emails. I've gotten one so far and it's a little... A little frustrating, but I'd love to hear thoughts that everybody has that listens to this. So if you think about something and you think it'd be fun to talk about on the show, email it. That would be awesome. If you look in the show notes, the email's there. Logic Lane, I believe, at Gmail. No, Hotmail. Damn it, I don't even remember. Anyway, it's in the show notes. It's there. Look it up. I'm pretty certain it's Hotmail now that I think about it. But anyway, it's in the show notes. Look it up and hit me with email. You can hit me with a tweet, you know, whatever you got want to do there too. But I'd really appreciate some input. Um, I'm going to take a real quick break and then I'll be right back. Now that we're back, I'm going to get back to 
I got a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about. Let's see. A lot of history over the last couple of days. Not a ton over the couple of days that I did the podcast last. But over the course of a couple of days, there was a few interesting things that I thought were interesting, you know, so I wanted to share those. So that's done. Check. You know, political ads seem to be the thing again. They're back on TV already. I mean, Christ, we don't even know who the Democratic nominee is going to be. We think it's going to be Biden, but he may not survive. I mean, here's the thing. We already know Trump is going to run again. So he's going to be the Republic nominee. Republican, not Republic. This isn't Star Wars. Oh, and by the way, may the force be with you in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, for all those super into Star Wars, there's that. I missed the fourth because I was at, at, at home and not podcasting. So there's that. Don't want to forget all the nerds out there. Big fans of the nerds. It's the nerds that we all used to make fun of way back in the day, but have turned around and got the last laugh because now they own the vast majority of the earth. So congratulations to the nerds. Nerds rule. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but anyway, back to the back to the point I was making. Political ads are everywhere, and you know it's, it's you normally don't get them until usually freaking August, September, October, and then November. Usually four or five months, you get the stuff. It's annoying. You can't wait for the election to be over just to get rid of the fucking ads. At some point, you don't even care who the fuck wins, just as long as the goddamn ads are done and over with so you don't have to fucking deal with the shit on your TV. Give me wholesome, annoying commercials the rest of the year, but don't give me these political ads. Now, these last ones that I saw here the last couple of days, you don't even have, they don't even have the common courtesy of saying, uh, paid for by so-and-so, or this message was approved by so-and-so. No, in, in this last one that I saw, I mean, there's this one, uh, African-American guy talking about how Trump sucks and how he doesn't do anything for them. And he's in, he's what he's impressing upon or trying to impress upon you is that his people, he's, he's being racist is what he's doing, but he's, he's implying that blacks everywhere are being fucked over by Donald Trump, which couldn't be further from the truth. You're basically making shit up and saying whatever you want to say, and you're making shit up. I can see your eyes moving, reading it right off a script, and that's fine. You're doing what you got to do to earn your little money, and that's fine. But do we have to fucking throw race right away? And then instead of that, we're going to jump into the sexism because you've got this woman who, my God, looks like a lesbian. If I've ever seen a lesbian, this is a poster child for one. Now, like I said, I have nothing against lesbians, gay people, any of these. But they're portraying a message in these. And it's predominantly the state of Minnesota. So I don't know that everybody out there around the globe has seen these. But the people in Minnesota, I'm sure, have. Because they're on almost all of the channels that I've been watching the last handful of days. They're talking about things like that and... This lady, this, this, like I said, possible lesbian, she's pushing again an agenda that Donald Trump doesn't care for me. He hates me. 
He hates you. He doesn't care about anybody but himself. All of it is complete and utter hogwash brought to you. And it says in small little letters down there. You can barely read it because they don't want you to read it. They don't care. They want you to feel that this is somebody like you that hates Trump and this is why. Trying to convince you that if you're a lesbian or in the other cases, if you're a black person, you have to join them because they know what's best for you. Well, first off, one, it's nothing but a smear tactic by the Democratic Party of Minnesota. Two, then this is the biggest one. Who the fuck are they to tell you what you should be doing and what you should be voting for and how you should be feeling? Last I checked, it was a free fucking country, and you're entitled to your own goddamn feelings. Whether they're right or wrong, they're still your feelings. And if you feel that Trump has been a good president, then vote for him. Don't just take the fucking word of this, these no-named people that are brought to you by the Democratic Party of Minnesota, who is doing absolutely nothing but fucking up Corona, by the way. I gotta tell you this. In institutions like mine all over the state of Minnesota now are being required on Wednesday, the 6th of May, are being required, all employees now are being required at this point tomorrow to be wearing masks. We weren't before required to wear anything but our uniforms. It was optional. Now, as we are winding down and almost ready to shut this shit down, now's when we suddenly give a flying rat's ass. Big problem with that. On top of this, they're telling me that I can't bring it home. It has to remain in the facility. However, in the very next sentence, tell me that the minute I get onto state property and get out of my car, it needs to be on my face. How can this be if the son of a bitch is having, to, is having to be in the facility and remain there? How the fuck is this possible? The other thing I want to point out is they made no stipulations as to what this thing needs to look like, whether it's N95, M95, whether it qualifies as a legitimate fucking device or not. They just want you to wear a piece of cloth over your goddamn mouth. That's it. Now, I've got a big beard. That's not going to do me a lick of fucking good. All this is doing is giving Minnesota a false sense of fucking security. It's not doing anything, absolutely anything, but make us all look stupid. So thank you, Minnesota, for that. Waited till the last possible moment. Yeah, let's put them on now after all this shit's starting to pass. Yeah, that's a great idea. I don't know who comes up with this fucking shit, but they're a bunch of idiots. I swear to God, the state is run by complete nincompoops. My God, it's madness. You know, and one last thing before I punch out. I know it's a short episode, but like I said, head hurts. I'm doing what I can to stay alive here. And keep fighting to, fighting to put up an episode. But this last thing, you know, we're dealing with Corona and all this shit. What the fuck, Mother Nature? I gotta ask, what the fuck possessed you 
to throw murder hornets at us. What the fuck? Why? Why do we need this in our lives right now? These fucking things, I don't know if anybody's seen them, it's kind of new in the news, but they're out of Japan, somewhere over in Asia. They've made it apparently to our shores of Washington, the state on the west coast. And these things are, you can fit barely, barely, four to five of these in the palm of your hand. They're the size of your thumb or bigger. That's a big fucking hornet. I mean, they're the size of hummingbirds. Hummingbirds. Now imagine a hummingbird fucking stinging the shit out of you. Yeah, granted, it's a hummingbird ain't going to sting. But imagine a hornet as big as a fucking hummingbird stinging your ass. That is going to fucking hurt like the blazes. If they sting you in the hand, you're going to want to cut the fucking hand off. It's going to fucking hurt. Now, what possessed Mother Nature to fuck us like this? Is this her way of curing Corona? <laughs> now, supposedly, these these uh, uh, murder hornets, I don't know why they call them murder hornets. Only their maybe big fucking hornet was taken already. I don't know. But to me, that would have been bigger, uh, better. BFH, we'll call them BFHs, big fucking hornets. Because <laughs> I ain't never seen anything bigger maybe ginormous hornets maybe some i mean that's not a word it's always been used as such since that freaking movie with will farrell kind of coined the phrase everybody uses it now maybe you can actually turn it into an actual word and call these ginormous hornets you know call them the hornets of ginormous something kill two birds with one stone and but not a hornet because they're too fucking big but I don't know what the hell. Apparently they're here and they wreak havoc on the bee population. I don't know how we... Honestly, these things are big enough. I You could probably kill them with a shotgun. I mean, they're big enough. And if they're coming in a swarm, your best bet is that old fucking trusty Winchester 12 gauge. Get that son of a bitch out and start spraying as much in the air as you can. Because a BB will go through these fuckers. This is the best way to kill them at high speed. 12 gauges to save the bees. I'm telling you, it's going to be like that salt gun against the fucking flies, but this is going to be 12 gauges. And the world is going to thank us because we need to save the bumblebees. They are keeping America and the world alive with all the pollination and moving things around. Now, I'm an anti-pollen guy because of the fucking allergies, but, it, you know, I still understand. I'm not as big as life. Life's bigger than me. I get it. So the bees are fine. As long as they leave me alone, I leave them alone. But now they're in danger by these fucking murder hornets. I think we should strap on a goddamn 12-gauge and go out there and murder the fuck out of these murder hornets. Anyway, that's the thought of the day. Let's kick that around. 12-gauges against murder hornets. Anyway, everybody, I got to cut out of here and get home. We'll talk at you tomorrow. Have a great day. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
music used in this podcast was provided by Joseph McDade. Find him at josephmcdade.com.